Hello. Hey. I bet you didn't expect this to be the energy. Hmm. It's been almost a year since we've done this podcast. And now we're back. Did you miss us? I missed us. We have we got so we have so much fucking equipment in front of us right now. It's really exciting. We have pop filters. Mm. We have two golden microphones dipped in gold. I can get I'm my face is as physically close to this pop filter as it can go. And I am all this expensive technology is being bent to that end. I'm going to do I'm going to be I'm going to get so, I'm going to be in your ear for at least an hour. My left arm is feeling really weird. Right now. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have had all that. Uh, all that rock star. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> ah, now we're back, baby. Okay. Now that's the that's the podcast. All right. That's wow. No, actually, I feel. <laughs> a doctor told me I have what's referred to as a premature ventricular contraction. That's an arrhythmia, baby. I have a mild heart condition that basically I was told someday it'll probably, like, threaten your life, but that's not for a long time. So we're not going to put you on medicine until then. Look, you're going to die when you're 70, but everyone dies when they're 70. That's basically what they're saying. I got to call my dad. (laughs) I got to call my dad. Dude, my dad's like 74. It's fine. Your dad has been... I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't know you lost your father. It's fine. He'll... He's... He will never die, and that's the end of this conversation. Anyway, <laughs> um, um, so uh, are we? You, you, as is customary, the intro. Welcome everybody to Life in the World to Come. It's I, happening. I'm I'm Will Wood. I'm Chris Dunn, and we're here to answer your questions about what is going on, my dude. It, uh, this is we didn't talk about this at all beforehand. I phrased that weird. No, but like you no, know, here's the thing: is that like we talk about the apocalypse, and I think to the untrained eye, anyone looking outside of their windows right now would be like, "It's happening. We're here." Yeah. But here's where you're fucking wrong. You dumb asshole. You have no idea what's coming. You don't know. You thought this was bad? Oh, I had to fuck it. I had to sit at home for a whole year. I had to put a piece of cloth on my face when I went out to the supermarket and it made me uncomfortable. Oh, I gotta wash my hands. Boo. I had to shave my beard so no particles escape from the crack between the mask and my cheeks. Oh, my my grandma died. You fucking (laughs) whiners. You fucking weak fucks. Oh my god. It's time. It's here. It's here. It's been a year. It's been a year. I rhymed and now and now I feel like I have to keep rhyming. And it fills me with fear. It's life in the world to come. Hello, everyone. Neogenesis. <laughs> Neogenesis 2X. It's the X Turbo Edition. Season 10. 2. Season 2X. <laughs> the year 20X. See the world has ended. <laughs> it's it's the ultimate life in the world to come. The life in the world to come edition. Life in the world to come, director's cut. 
this is the this is the real life in the world to come. This is the life in the world to come. Your parents don't want you to listen to. They don't want it. This is this, this is the is, life. This is the th- one where they tell. This is the one where they teach you swear words. This is this is the life in the world to come that your teachers don't want you to listen to. This is the life in the world to come that your priest uh, tell. This what? is the every I'm episode. So... Every episode of Life in the World to Come negates a dare session. Every dare <laughs> session negates a dare, dare session. session. Hey, here's all the cool shit drugs do. Don't do them. That's honestly <laughs> that I literally had that experience. <laughs> The dare officer said, LSD makes you hallucinate. And I said, dope. <laughs> I said, I have to try that someday. I was like 12 years old. I wonder if I wonder if anyone has ever worn a dare shirt unironically. I've only ever seen dare shirts be worn by oh. enormous stoners. Dare in the dare lion? Oh, yeah. Dare true. in the dare lion wears a dare t-shirt and he means it. No, he's in rehab right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most fucking robot chicken ass joke I've ever heard in my life. But it still got me. It still got me. Oh, what, what's next? Super Mario's addicted to mushrooms. Fucking. That is a fucking robot, ch- robot chicken ass sketch. Oh yeah, I mean they did that. They actually they did. Uh, of do that. course they yeah, did. Of, yeah, of course. Yeah. There's no way they wouldn't. <laughs> It's, it really got me, though. It's good. Yeah, there's the idea there's a lion who can't do drugs and fucking Seth Green isn't going to make him do drugs. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, but I really like... I gotta say, I liked Robot Chicken back in the day. I, I remember enjoying it. I still... I laughed at times. And then at other times, I was like 15 and thought it was bullshit. Yeah. I was like, like, this is very try-hard. What if He-Man was gay? <laughs> Yeah, I imagine. I, I feel like that's. I feel like, look, I, I'm not sure, but I'm 90% certain, not because I have a memory of it, but because my guts tell me it's true, that they had a she man. I'm sure they did she man. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't fully remember the he man sketch, but I'm like 98% sure she man was in there. Look, transphobia in the early aughts was just what comedy was. I don't think it was Robot Chicken, but I think there was some Adult Swim thing. Oh, there was definitely a Where He Man was transgender and that was the joke. That's so funny. Dude. <laughs> that's so funny. Yo, that's so fucking funny. Imagine. Imagine if a boy wore a dress. <laughs> Ima- imagine. Imagine living that life. Imagine looking in the mirror every morning. And- <laughs> Seeing something that doesn't fit dude. the image of how you see yourself on the inside. It's fucking funny, dude. Dude, wouldn't it be fucking hilarious <laughs> if you couldn't walk down the street at night without being, like, afraid that somebody's <laughs> going to murder you for no reason? Dude, wouldn't that be fucking hilarious? It's fucking funny. He's, like, a, he's like, a, he's like buff and he's gay. Dude. Yo, does this fucking cartoon character wear pink? <laughs> this guy's fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I just spat on your mustache. <laughs> no, I'm ninety percent no, sure I got spit I, I, on your mustache. I, I also spat. I think that was my spit. Well, then our spit kissed. <laughs> our spit. Our spit shared a loving embrace on your mustache. Mm, let me get that in there. Mm, mm, I'm, I'm, I'm looking very closely. <laughs> I'm like gazing into your fucking maw right now, just like watching. I'm sorry I called your mouth a maw. Uh, that seems really insulting. I didn't mean it like that. I was just looking for a dramatic word. This is gonna seem like a huge non sequitur. Mm-hmm. I was looking at videos of alligator snapping turtles. It's the, f- it's the funniest shit. Just look- <laughs> their, their mouths get so big and they stay so still and they look so dumb. Huh. They look, Google, 
right now. I want you to Google <laughs> alligator snacking, snapping Fuck. turtle. What's the name of <laughs> like, Joe Rogan's assistant? Alligator snapping turtle. Yeah, alligator <laughs> snapping turtle. Can you uh, can you pull that video of the chip ripping out of his face? <laughs> Hold on a second. I just, like, we can edit this part out, but I need you to see a picture of an alligator snapping turtle. Okay, hold on. Alligator with its mouth wide open. I, I wrote turtley. I'm sure it'll show up. Oh, uh, this guy. This guy right here is turtley enough for the turtle. <laughs> now, just now, just look at that. You, you know, you see that still image? Yeah. Imagine that as a video. But it I looks exactly that. the same. They don't move at all. And just watching them open their mouths, I, I couldn't. It was the silliest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Oh, I love this baby one. It's oh, he's cute. very cute. Oh, that's good. Yeah, right? I didn't know how big and fat they are. That makes them so much better. Look at those big holes. Wow. Look at that big hole. I don't like you referring to that. <laughs> like, what, you don't like me talking about this big hole? Look at that alligator snapping turtle. There's a big, big hole. I don't know what voice I did because I'm not making fun of anybody. This isn't like a like a, a, a trope I'm playing <laughs> off of or like a character, you know. You know that guy who's always talking about alligators snapping turtles and big holes? <laughs> like, I did a voice. I don't know why. It's... it's... <laughs> it's been a long time we took a quick break because like i was working on that game for you and like you were doing stuff and like i just felt like busy yeah and no, also we like it took a long yeah also my long brain was broken and... for a lot of it and... yeah same like yeah, we we i feel like we both went into like this weird dark place for a while oh, where we would have sure. not been good at podcasting oh for sure dude i definitely just did this like... like this weird rotting house in the middle of a global pandemic this place really is falling apart Yes, yeah, so it's been like almost a year since we last did one. And yeah. I think a big part of it was also just the fact that the apocalypse has been happening. Yeah, everywhere. And like, you know, we don't want to like talk about the world to come during like a hump like this. Because we don't want people to get the impression that we're just like cracking jokes about it. You know, we want to make sure that people know that we're being dead fucking serious. Yeah. And we don't want to like scare people when they're already scared enough. I mean, I feel like we probably could have gotten away with it because it's like not... COVID-19 isn't the kind of thing where you can be like, oh, you don't know how it is. <laughs> like, right, yeah. Everyone, it's everyone. Yeah. Everywhere. We're all worried about our grandma. I'm worried about your grandma, listener. All my grandparents are dead. You wear them. Unrelated. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. I got old parents. It's fine. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, you get old parents, it happens. The way you said that made it sound like you were saying, like, oh, don't worry about it. My parent, my parents are real old, so they're almost like grandparents. Yeah, well, that's also true. My dad has uh, some grandpa You're, vibes. I'm, I'm good, dude. I have old people in my life. <laughs> yeah. I don't need grandparents. I got old people. Yeah, look, what do I need? What do I What do I need a fucking 104-year-old dude running around? No. Is that how old your grandfather was? I mean, my grand my grandpa was 97 when he died, and that wow. was like, he was an old, yeah, and he was like playing tennis and shit until like, he was like in his late 80s. Wow. He was the opposite of me physically. <laughs> <laughs> just like, every now and then I hear stories about how like, just truly obnoxiously athletic my grandfather was, yeah. and it's, it's, it pa it's painful. I get that. My, uh, I, I come from a long line of warriors and seekers, as Hunter Thompson once very poetically put, right. and uh, they're all ashamed of me. <laughs> I, uh, my, grand, my granddad just turned 91, and we did a Zoom call with him, and I was just looking for something to say, just some conversation. I was like, so, 91, huh? Well done. And he said, well... Not that well done. That's so good. <laughs> and I was, um, I was, I was oh, like, I love you, whatever your name. Uh, I was, was going to say like. Ted. His name is Ted. I, lo I love you, Ted. 
Wood. Anyway, my grandpa's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, it's fine. He was he was old. He was ninety seven. Yeah. It's gonna happen. Well done. He did. He did do a good job. Yeah. He didn't want to die. You don't live to ninety seven unless you're terrified of death. He was he was a strong man. He talked about that. He was he was he was a he was like a philosopher. He taught uh, philosophy at Columbia. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He, Holy which shit. is crazy because he was like a German immigrant and shit. Like wow. He, um, and look at the room we're in right now. Yeah. <laughs> Your grandfather was a philosophy <laughs> professor at Columbia. My mother went to MIT, and I'm in a small room recording a bad podcast in Belvedere, I've, New Jersey. I've dropped out of three colleges. Oh yes, it's <laughs> only two for me. But also, huh. but I well, I dropped out of two colleges and high school, oh. so it's I feel like high school counts twice. Yeah, I, I feel like high does. school counts for dropping out of college three times. High school is pretty big. That's <laughs> yeah, a pretty big thing to drop. That's well done, man. The fact that you still went to college is pretty I, impressive. I, that was actually a big point of pride for me when I did go to college. Is like fuck you, I didn't even fucking graduate. Wow, I got a GED, motherfuckers, and then I dropped out because it was bad. I'm not gonna lie, I feel like us not getting our degrees. Great move. Yeah. Great they were, move. They, we would have, they were theater and comedy degrees from William Patterson University. That's not even a real major. It's not even a real college. I liked it there. And right, it, but, look, the I like, failed. Look, look, I, look, being shitty to William Patterson is a very sentimental thing for me. Because that was one of the first conversations we ever had. Yeah, that's true. I remember. Like, I, like one of the first times we talked, we were sitting on a bench at William Patterson University coming up with fake taglines for William Patterson oh, University. Yeah. yeah. Like, wow. William Patterson University. You tried. <laughs> <laughs> William Patterson University. Want a degree? <laughs> That's so much better than mine than just being like, we take reformed prisoners. That's actually a good thing that a college should do. William Patterson University, how much you got on you? (laughs) Have you ever drunkenly crashed your car into your neighbor's fence? Yes. William Patterson University. I thought you were just asking me a question. (laughs) No, that was the thing. Like, I remember every, like, literally no one at William Patterson University... None of them had planned to go to William Patterson University. Not one person. No one ended up at William Patterson University because shit worked out. It was all like, it was literally one person was like, well, I got drunk and I crashed my car into uh, my neighbor's house and now I'm here. Like, it was all shit like that. I was there because I dropped out of Bennington and told my parents I was going to be a stand-up comedian and then played video games for six months. (laughs) And they were like, it's time to go back to college. And I was like, that's fair. (laughs) I had a very similar experience. (laughs) I dropped out of Binghamton and told my parents I was going to be a musician and did drugs for six months. (laughs) Yeah. So I... I, I Uh, Yours is cooler. (laughs) It's a lot cooler. It's a lot cooler. It's very cool. However, I, I also... I did get addicted to drugs. So... (laughs) I said it was cooler. It... (laughs) I just beat Skyrim twice. I beat alcoholism. Four Four times. times. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um so you know i'm good at it uh, 
That being said, yeah, definitely shouldn't have gotten that theater and comedy yeah, the, degree. Yeah, well, the, the theater and comedy degree was fucking worthless, and anyone who got it got their money t- stolen from them. They really I believe that. And really, they, I know people, and I'm friends with people who got that degree, and I haven't talked, I haven't said this to them, but I'm saying it to them now. You fucked up. <laughs> you shouldn't have got that degree. It's fucking worthless. There's nothing you can do with it. Yeah. They wanted to get more young, hopeful idiots also, to come in and be like, "I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be on Jimmy Fallon." No, uh, you're not, dude. Fucking... I don't know. Some of those actually, some of those people were funny. I, I spoke to Dan recently. His name is Phoenix now. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I remember. It's not that he that yeah. he's trans. It's it's just he. Became his name a Phoenix. is Phoenix now. He changed that's his name it. to that's Phoenix after thing. after an ayahuasca ceremony. I think it's it's yeah. inspiring because he was like a, he was like studying to be like a voice actor. And like, yeah. I feel like he probably could have done it, but I don't think he's doing that anymore because he's a shaman now. I want to go to an ayahuasca ceremony and have a revelation. I'm starting to think if I, I'd, I'd be a shaman. I would love to be a shaman. I, would... I tried it for a little while. <laughs> I did. I used to go around from college to college dosing people. <laughs> I mean, when you put it in the exact words that you just put it, Sounds kind of bad. Yeah. (laughs) Well, no, I didn't dose them without their knowledge. No, you're just like you had LSD. I did. And I, uh, I, I called myself a tour guide because I truly believed that this was the secret to happiness. And then I found out I had mental illness. (laughs) (laughs) And that what I thought was me discovering the secret to happiness was what's called a manic episode. Oops. I was almost a cult leader. (laughs) Like, oops. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. You're just like in a white robe. There's like a thousand people bowing in front of you and you're just like, whoops, okay. I think this got a little out of hand. (laughs) I bet you're wondering how I got myself into this situation. (laughs) Record scratch. (laughs) Uh, I would love to be a shaman. It It would require me to not believe a lot of things that i believe yeah and believe a lot of things i don't believe yeah but if i could just do that i've had the same thought about becoming a priest yeah we were having this conversation earlier i feel like like, i would be a really good priest we got a we got a thing in the mail like from some church and we were like oh man it would be nice to believe in god it really (laughs) would i can't do it i just can't i was so i just don't believe i was so attached to bert and and fucking watching the light drain from his eyes i was like oh i get it i get why people believe yeah yeah, I'm gonna try that. It's not working. <laughs> it's, I, I still don't. I still don't believe it. Yeah, you just can't decide God's real. Like you, you, you kind of need him to prove it to you. Yeah, you know, not in a real way. You just need to see like a. You need to be like, show me a sign, and then you see a street sign, like in Bruce Almighty, and you're like, <laughs> oh, I guess God's real. You know, you have to, you have to, you have to tr- uh, trick yourself. You have to, you have to be stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't believe that. It's fine. Yeah, in God. I, I actually, I have some some friends who are very devout. Yeah, uh, no, I, same. Which is like why I, when I was in high school, I was like a very like I was big into like atheism. Yeah. And like no, I was also an incel. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've but I've you, you know it's I like I got my first fedora on my fifteenth <laughs> birthday, and it all went downhill from there. It's I've 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 had the thought where it's it's really convenient. I have this huge unwieldy head because otherwise I w- for sure would have been a fedora kid. Oh, I had yeah yeah. They just don't fit on my big head. I can't wear hats. My Honestly, head's too big and weird. Fucking bullet dodge. I know. Yeah, <laughs> you get the, you get a fedora and you develop narcissistic personality <laughs> disorder. It's inevitable. I've been craw- I've been clawing my way back out of that dysfunction for years, and I still wear a bowler sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, you do. I still go crawling back to it, man. <laughs> Fucking quit, 
Quitting the sauce was easy. Just Quitting like, dumb black hats is hard. Just like sitting in the dark looking at a hat thinking maybe it is cool. Maybe. Dude, honestly, I feel like I've made more money because I wear, wear that hat sometimes. I really <laughs> do think so. It has served me well. But one time on a mushroom trip years ago, somebody yelled out of a window just as I was coming up. They said, hey, you. And I looked up. Yeah. And he said, why do you wear that hat? Oh, no, you don't want to hear that when fucking, you're coming up on a mushroom trip. Right, yeah. Why fucking, do I wear that hat? Fucking just like... Why is a hat? Screeching string section just <laughs> playing in the back of my subconscious, blaring horns. I gaze into the fucking void that is at the center of my heart, and I go, why do I wear this hat? <laughs> and I spent the next eight hours in dead silence, <laughs> crawling through the forest That's in so my fucking bare feet. <laughs> I crawled up a tree, and when I came back down, I said, because I like it. And then years later, I realized that was bullshit, too. <laughs> That's so good. The idea of, of coming to a, a revelation on hallucinogenics, and you're still lying to yourself. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. I learned a lot on that trip, except for why I wear that hat. <laughs> One of the things I learned is, if you go with a group of people to a social event and you speak to none of them, they're going to think it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit, that's what I've been doing wrong. Yeah, you got to talk. <laughs> I got to, oh, fuck, yeah, that yeah. explains a lot. You can't just do the drugs and watch. No. No. Or in my case, just watch. Oh, man, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you, dude. I fucking, I lived that life for so long. Anyway, I blame the hat. <laughs> The hats led me astray, you understand? Yeah. I thought they would make me Tom Waits. <laughs> they didn't. They it's didn't like... make me Tom Waits. <laughs> this is me trying to organically shift into... I wanted to do a Tom Waits impression at some point um, because it's our first time doing one of these in a long time. Yes. So I want to be Tom Waits for a bit. So hold on. Okay. It's not the hat that makes the man. It's the man who makes the hat. Money is something you throw off the back of a train. There you go. We've got these, like, huge, like, sound covers over the microphone, so when you went Tom Waits, you just, like, leaned into the void and disappeared, and only Tom Waits remained. For all you know, <laughs> Tom Waits is inside this thing right now. He's just, like, curled up inside the, uh, the foam. Yeah. I just peek around, and he's like, boo! <laughs> gotcha. Bet you didn't see that coming. I can get real tight if I try. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my father was a contortionist and my mother was a radiator. I'm more bent. <laughs> Roland. Will just Tom Waits so hard <laughs> that the microphone exploded. Once in a blue moon, you had Tom Waits a little too hard. The raw energy of Tom Waits flowed through your voice into the microphone, and the computer couldn't handle it. It burst into a <laughs> cloud of crows. <laughs> and there are, we had to open up the window to let all the ravens out. Uh, crows and ravens. Right, I don't yeah. know, just blackbirds. And, um, and then I looked out the window, and a whale fell from the sky, right. and a train blew by. And, and they both turned into crows that turned into dogs that turned into an old shoe that turned into crows again and then back into a dog, and then one Tom Waits. They all became, the, the crows coalesced into one Tom Waits, then crows again. And then he said, look at the moon, and it was a grapefruit. <laughs> do we have to do questions? Do we have, like, I, I don't know. Just, like, Did do this for another four hours? You got a bunch of, like, kids who just want you to know they exist. Uh, 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 Bert asks, where do you get the inspiration for your music? Well, I'm glad you asked me, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> 
I'm like, I don't really make a lot of music, but it's like, it's good. Like, I don't know where you've heard my shit, but, um, you know, I really, like, I, I was like a big Mountain Goats fan for a really long time. And, you know, it's, it's, it's good. Cause like, it's just a bunch of like strummy guitar stuff. So you don't have to work too hard. Yeah. That's about it. I don't really have much to say. I'm not a musician. I don't know why you asked me. Um, <laughs> let's just do a real basic one to start. This is like a real low ball right over the plate. Okay. Will dogs still be man's best friend? Oh, no. No. Like, no. well, here's the thing. It's a, it's a matter of perspective. Yeah. It'll be less that m- dogs are man be- man's best friend and more that man is dog's best friend. Well, because dogs evolve constantly. People have been the same for generations, for millennia. Yeah. Whereas dogs, have you seen a pug? That wasn't around until very recently. No, that's a new thing. Yeah. Do- dogs mutate very quickly. And as a result of this, they're susceptible to mutations that can be advantageous to them in the world to come. And so in a few short dog generations, you're going to see dog men who are roughly seven feet tall, have rocking abs. Good abs. walk you around on a leash. On a leash. Yeah. On all fours. And you don't have to... You Look, you can still walk on two legs, but they're going to be very demanding. And you know what? You're going to want to. You're going to want to because you know where your food comes from. Exactly. You know who where, who provides the kibble. Look, you, a dog... <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> man is going to be more dog's best friend because dog is going... Dog... Man be dog best friend because dog be better in world come. Dog be better in world come. Dog be strong, smart. Dog be very good and strong. Um, You see, if you look at ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs, you'll see depictions of the god Anubis who weighs your heart at the end of your life to judge whether or not you were a good person. Um, This is actually... Interestingly enough, um, uh, this actually comes from a prediction, right, not from right. mythology. I've heard this. Yes. That when that that what what happens what's going to happen in the world to come is that when you die, your dog will take your heart and weigh it to decide whether or not they want to eat your heart. Right. And if they decide against eating your heart, they will put it back inside you and use their dog goodness to resurrect you into you know a a, a, a walking. Um, uh, beef. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you'll still be his food. Yeah, you'll he'll still, still be... eat you, but he's gonna, you know, you're gonna walk around with him. He's gonna eat you bit by bit. An endless cycle of death and resurrection, over and over. Now, man. Now, now, man knows what it is to be bitten by the hand that feeds. What am I hearing? I think that's the sound of your rats in the other room. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think I think, I think that is Strange Boy drinking. That that's the sound of Strange Boy drinking. If you listen very close on the wind everybody, you can hear Strange Boy sip sip sipping away at his little his little water thing. Full of was that stuff that you put in his water pedialyte. to make him pedialyte. Yeah. A little water thing full of pedialyte. He's got he's he's very old. He's covered in uh, extra lumps of boy. Um, and his legs are just dead. <laughs> I bought him a little wheelchair. I'm teaching him how to use it. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. I, I mean, I've seen the wheelchair. I haven't seen him in the wheelchair. I only tried it once so far. He didn't much care for it. I, I didn't imagine he would. But I've also been able to, like, help him around. There's an intimacy yeah. to, like, seeing him perking his head up 
and clearly he wants to jump up on something but he can't and being able to kind of help him up you know it's like when you have like a significant other who has like a you know like they like they, they break a bone or something and so it's like you get to you know you get to like feed them soup and yeah you hang out and cuddle and then their bone starts to heal but like you've never been closer you've never felt more intimate yeah like, so when they're sleeping you just go in and you just you know you just break it again just so you have a little longer just a little longer of this new dynamic that you have because you're so close you've never felt so close before you know it's um i uh, (laughs) um as you were saying it i was like oh i can't wait to strike i can't wait to say yeah and that's why i broke my girlfriend's arm last night I, I i couldn't wait to be like yeah it's just like when your significant other breaks a bone and you get to reset it and you get to keep them and you get to say see how i helped you and you just, so i just did it first I just... you did it first and better okay um, but i'm 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 but the we reason both I was the same thing. We had the same bit in our heads. Yeah, the reason I was dead silent afterward is because I was empty. <laughs> it's because I like, was dead I just inside. Stolen the thing you were gonna say. I had nothing. Everything that between us there was to be said had been said. Yeah. <sighs> well, them's the ropes. So anyway, Anubis. <laughs> yes. Anubis um, is just gonna be a real thing. That's just. <laughs> it's gonna be most dogs are gonna be like that. Yeah. It's gonna be like they're gonna be man dogs and they're gonna weigh your heart. I don't want to oversell this. Okay. But this is the best question we've ever gotten. Hey guys, what'll happen to David Lynch? <laughs> it's funny you ask that, um, because Dave and I go way back. Right. Um, yeah. We actually. We met at a discotheque back in 2009, <laughs> and uh, he was he was really cutting a rug. I mean, you never you would never think looking at him or hearing him <laughs> in his master class, yeah, um, that he would be such a, a physical man. But um, you know, he was just slaying it out there, and and um, and I was like, Mr. Lynch, I fucking love your moves, these and your moves. <laughs> And and he said, "Well, thank you." <laughs> and I said, "Can can I have your uh, number?" And he said, "Absolutely." For some reason, I don't know why, but um, ever since we uh, we text, um, we call. Sometimes I just call him up to say hello, see how he's doing. Sometimes he calls me up to uh, just play white noise to me. Um, yeah, and uh, <laughs> some the the sound of a woman speaking backwards and I'm left to have to decode it and I rarely can because I don't think he even wants me to. Yeah, no, um, whether or not it's supposed to be up for interpretation, like, it's impossible. It's just inscrutable. Right, like, it, it doesn't, yeah, exactly. Like, is this, does he have a pointer? Is it just abstract art? That's all his voicemails. He sent me one recently and as I was listening to it, my nose started bleeding. <laughs> um, and so, I've been, I haven't listened to them in a while because sometimes I just get this weird rumbling in my sternum whenever he calls. Yeah. And I don't know what it is, but I start having visions of uh, um, sapphic physicality. (laughs) Um, And I don't know what to make of it. You know, more than usual. Um, (laughs) um, Yeah, no, he's uh, going to chase you around with a whip, most likely. At some point, YouTube showed me a video 
of David Lynch. It is just like a day in the life of David Lynch. Mm. And like most of what it is is like, well, okay, like in the morning, like he has like a cigarette and a cup of black coffee. And then he goes to the studio and he paints hmm. for like a couple hours. And then he has another cigarette and then he takes calls and then he paints and then he smokes a cigarette and he has black coffee and then he goes to bed. So like, wow, it's a very straightforward life. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And so, like, given that that is his lifestyle, I imagine that, like, his life post-event will be, like, I feel like, I feel like he won't even know it happens for a while. He'll just be like, why am I not getting any calls? Yeah, I, I think that that's probably true. I imagine that this whole time, David Lynch has been hallucinating a version of the world that is life in the world to come. And when the event happens, it'll just, like, you know times negative one and he'll just start seeing the world as like a normal world and he'll just become a very average man it's gonna be kind of beautiful yeah. because the world is gonna be on fire around him and he's just gonna be sitting on his porch with like a with like an arnold palmer just watching old movies on a tv and you can just come and sit with him and yeah. he'll let you yeah. and you can just you and can just you'll be a a, a rotting mass of carrying beetles mm. and fire. Yeah. And he'll see you for the man you once were. Yeah. And it, it, it'll it be really easy to have a very personable and pleasant relationship with him. It will no longer be yeah. that you receive cryptic voicemails uh, in a dead language that make you hallucinate. Right. Yeah. And it's going to be really sad when you have to eat him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I actually spoke to him recently and he, he said... He, he did say to me, listen, Will, I think that when the time comes, I want you to eat me. <laughs> and um, and I said, care to elaborate? And he said, no. And then he disappeared, <laughs> just vanished into yeah, a cloud. Into, of, into a cloud of crows. Yes, yeah. into a cloud of crows that turned into a train that turned into an old shoe. And that turned into Tom Waits that <laughs> said, look up at the moon. And it was a grapefruit. And Dude. the end. And then it's Tom Waits again. And it's like, it's been me the whole time. And then he turns into bats. Yeah. And yeah. that's, 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 that's just how it is that's sometimes. Just, that's just how it is. That's, you know, that's, 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 that's how the breaks. the news goes. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, let me just go through my, my, my questions. The, uh, this one person says, yo, favorite type of bird? Uh, I like, I like owls. Pelican? I don't know. Um, owls are fine. Will the Mountain Goats release another album after the event? Yes, actually, um, it's interesting. You will start to see roving hordes of mountain goats, goats. that play guitar. Heart. Yeah, um, I'm assuming that's what you were talking about. Yeah, John Darnell will put out another album. The first ever stuff he ever recorded was on like cassette, and so I think in kind of like an homage to that, he like did one when quarantine started on like this like old boombox from the '80s, hmm. like put it out. In, like, the first week of quarantine, I think. So we'll probably do something like that instead of, like, a boombox. It's, like, a cursed gem that, like, when you speak into <laughs> it, it speaks back to you in this, with, with, like, the sound of your dead father's voice. Wow. Yeah. That's the mark of and a good songwriter. Yeah. <laughs> Any medium. You know, it sounds good no matter how you record it. That's really, that's really brilliant. Yeah. 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 yeah, I always the, respected uh, musicians the, who don't need to overproduce. There's something about the lamentful screams of your dead father that just like <laughs> it crackles in the ears. There's like a warmth to it. Yeah, yeah. No, I I always feel like you know it's sure it's a dying medium, um, <laughs> and maybe it's maybe it's a fad, but I'm into it. It's cla there's there's just something 
There's a good. There's a ritual to it. Yeah, yeah. There's the ritual. There's the ritual that right. he has to do where he cuts his hand. Yeah, and, and, like, and like that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> that you, you pull out the, the the cursed jewel. You blow the dust <laughs> off. It, you get yeah. the needle. You jam it into <laughs> your skin. Yeah. You know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I drink a cuss ton of monsters. <laughs> With the established knowledge that horrifying sentient boy planes will continue to consume most of the energy drinks as fuel. It's a reference to our podcast. I don't remember ever saying anything like that. (laughs) (laughs) I need to... Someone someone on the Discord earlier was, like, talking about how uh, we were, uh, like, talking about fucking cats. And it was just just nothing in there. What? (laughs) When did we talk about that? Apparently during U-Town, the episode U-Town. Jesus Christ, I'm sorry. I had no recollection. It was just, it oh went, I said those things and now it's gone. Look, I remember JJ the boy playing. I remember boy playing. But I don't yeah. remember the energy <laughs> drinks. I, I think the, I, I think I've often said that uh, Red Bull tastes, I think this is what it is. Cause I, yeah, because yeah, yeah. Red Bull tastes like the stuff that, that JJ the jet plane uses for fuel. <laughs> Uh, I need to know how to make my own off-brand monster. How does one make their own monster in the world to come? What ingredients do you need? Any special techniques for yeah. gathering the ingredients and brewing the beverage? You go to a graveyard with a shovel, and you dig up all the best parts you can find. You stitch them together. You put them on a tray along with hit by lightning. It's alive! <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one way. That's how you make a monster. I think there's like a lot of different... <laughs> well, yeah, now I get what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, no, I... <laughs> I'm sorry. I guess, like, <laughs> were you gonna say and something then it funny? Turns into energy drink. I don't know, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, like Frankenstein. Okay. Um. <laughs> now here's what you do. Here's what you do. You just do it the same way that they make ener- monster energy drink in real life, which is that you go into the village, you find the strongest man there, the most powerful man. You you take him to your keep. You chain him in the dungeon. Yeah. Um, then you go out and you find the most powerful woman. You bring them back. They breed. <laughs> they give they give birth to a son. You raise that son, the most powerful boy the world has ever seen. You bottle his piss. <laughs> and then you got Monster Energy Drink. That's how they do it in real life. And I don't see any part of that that you wouldn't be able to do after the apocalypse. You'll be able to get away with it a lot more easily, too. Yeah, no. Because it won't to, be a crime. Yeah, you don't have to pretend you're making an energy drink. Right, exactly. Like, you could just be like, I'm just breeding people. <laughs> Who doesn't do that I'm sometimes? just breeding people for their piss. Yeah. You what, know? What? For their extremely virile piss that makes me go fast. <laughs> I love that. That's my favorite thing. That's my favorite thing. I've got a big can of strong boy piss here. Got a piping hot can of fresh piss from the strongest boy in town. I'm surprised they're able to make it so sweet. Some sweet, sweet boy piss. Yeah, no, no fucking, no additives, no nothing. That's straight from the tap, baby. Wow. Silver ice. I'm glad to know his name. <laughs> you know when they like like write like Bessie on the side of a carton of milk? Yeah. We have free range dairy products and we put the name of the dead animal on the side of the packaging <laughs> so you feel closer to the thing. And then we tell him. Then- we, we go to the cows and we tell them. We say we put your name on it. And How do you feel about it? And they say thank you. <laughs> they thank, every, I feel respected. They thank me personally every I, time. I really, I feel respected and I feel seen and understood um, now come I, up and grab my titties, yeah! 
Get that milk out. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and when they and um, and when they do that with the steak, yeah, um, they say, Bessie, uh, you're sentenced to death tonight. Yeah. And they say, Oh, thank God. Um, Every moment is pain. Yeah. Every I, I'm a fucking cow. I'm so dumb. I'm so fucking stupid. I'm a cow. <laughs> I don't know anything about shit. <laughs> Do you have any idea what it's like <laughs> to be stupid like this? I eat grass <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> Here we go. I'm going to die like this. The tunes you fucking who framed Roger Rabbit. I'm on my way out. Here's the thing: I bought a bunch of meat substitutes. Yeah, today. you did. I did. We just went grocery shopping, and in the middle of the store, Will was like, "I'm a vegan now." And then we started talking about cows and like using their bodies for you know food. And I started thinking to myself, "Fuck, how do I participate in this bit without coming across like I'm suddenly an actual vegan?" <laughs> and then you were just like, no, cows wish for death because they're stupid and they hate being cows because they hate being stupid. <laughs> I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I'm in pain. My throat hurts. Ugh. Okay, so <laughs> what was the question? I don't know. Okay. I, I think it was uh, it was well, monster, how energy, you make drinks. monster yeah. energy drinks. You're just gonna have to find a jacked child you gotta find out the in the wilderness. The jackedest child you can find. It There's gonna have, be a dime a dozen. I should you know honestly I should have. It doesn't have to be a child. I, it's like I, that's true. You they did. You have to make the boy. You have to. <laughs> you have to take two strong people to make a strong boy. But it doesn't have to be a boy. It could be a jacked old man. Yeah. It could be a jacked baby. It just has to be an extremely powerful old man. It has to be. It has to have four arms and be very no. I'm not doing it. I'm <laughs> no. not doing it. It's new shit this year. Yeah, no more forearms and very strong. No more sun with a gun. No wow. more. No more. I'm not gonna. Now you're the making bug me woman. sad. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> at least keeping the bug woman. I, I, I love to hate her. You got. You love it's, to hate the bug woman. It's so good to have a fake person that we can dump all of our real toxicity on. <laughs> like, Anytime we say the bug woman, there is a specific person that you're picturing in your head. And it changes every time. It's often me. It's, like... it's often me. <laughs> yeah, I think me too. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, same, I think. Um, you know, but hey, you got to get it out somehow. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get it out somehow. Um, and this is a healthy way, I think. I actually think it probably is. I think is. it might be, yeah. They say laughter is the best medicine. They're wrong. No. Um, medicine is. Medicine is usually. Um... I told my significant other while they were sick, um, uh, you know, uh, sleep is the best medicine. And they were like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> what do you mean sleep is the best? No, it's not. Medicine is. And I was like, I don't know. This is what, like something my mom used to say. And it's like your mom wanted you to be quiet. <laughs> like, your mom was tired of you bitching about how sick you were. You want to feel <laughs> better? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Let's see what other questions we got. I have four cats amongst other family pets. I haven't read this question yet, so I don't know if it's bad. I like that sentence, though. <laughs> this is awesome. 
me try reading that first sentence differently. I have four cats. Amongst other pets. <laughs> it goes on. They are my best friends. Oh, you gotta stop. Anyone, yeah, no, because now this is mean. Now I feel like I'm making fun of this person. I'm, this is a perfectly normal thing to say. <laughs> I just I like the I'm... sentence. I don't know. I just like, you know why I think it's funny? It's, I'm sorry, but it's because I don't care. <laughs> just tell me about the cats. The cats are the relevant thing, I imagine. Get to the point. Yeah, um, just, all right, cool. You have a lot of pets, and some of them are cats. Listen to me. I don't give a shit about your fucking lizard. <laughs> Try to talk to me about your fucking lizard. I'll kill you. I'll kill you right now. Don't do it. Honestly, fuck lizards. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know. Look, look. I you're, you're biased. You're like you're. you're that's, that's true. The the things you love the most are the things people feed to lizards. I've had pet reptiles before. I've had no. uh, leopard geckos. They brutalized each other. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Yeah. That's Scarred bad. my ex for life. It was brutal. It was horrible. There's blood everywhere. Body <laughs> oh, parts. Shit. Yeah. It was a nightmare. Adorable creatures. Monsters. Monsters. Lizards are dragons. And they eat rats. And so they're basically just like, to me, they're like they're like Nazi animals. Because they... <laughs> I'm just really quick. I just want to talk about <laughs> adopting I, these feeder babies. I was, I was picking my phone up to get to the question, but no, I think I need this, to put it down. This There's... is important. I just want to talk about adopting the feeder babies that I brought home to yeah. try and accompany Strange Boy in his final days. Uh, the, the exotic pet shop I went to first wouldn't sell me the rats. They said, these rats are too young. And I was like, you leave me alone. I want the rat. Get, <laughs> give me the rat. And then I picked up the rat. Give and me the rats. Yeah. And its skin was loose and it was coughing. I was like, oh, they, this, this rat will be dead in a week's time. <laughs> so I, I was like, this one's no good. This, I'm going to get some new rats. So I drove to another pet store, the same pet store I got my original trio at. Garcon, all the way only the your finest rats. Well, I actually said, go into the back and get a bin. Um, <laughs> I said, give me some feeder rats. Do you have feeder rats that I can buy and I'll bring them home as pets? Because I feel good about that. I feel like these things were going to be fed to snakes. These things were on their way to the Zyklon B chambers. For all <laughs> and, and the reason why I use this Holocaust <laughs> yeah. metaphor is one, because they were piled in a box full of disease together. And then they were given to me and I went... Could I have had a bigger list? <laughs> I've got four rats, and I picked my favorites out of this box, and the rest <laughs> yeah. I sentenced to death. And oh, I have, God. I've never seen Schindler's List, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that's what it's about. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so anyway, fuck reptiles. Any of you listeners out there who have reptiles... Uh, <laughs> don't like you. Yeah. I'm just gonna say it. You can't We're see it because it's be able an to get audio, along. but the look of pain on Will's face as he said that felt so real. Listen, I just, <laughs> We're not gonna be able to get along if we knew each other. I'm sorry. That's not true. I know people who have reptiles as pets. Like like some of my best friends. Like, some... But being fine with lizards is a boring take for a podcast. It's not funny. I have four cats amongst other family <laughs> pets. Good. Who cares? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, start from the beginning, please. I have four cats and some other fucking shit. Additionally. <laughs> um, I wanted a clean slate. Okay, okay. I want a clean slate. I'm sorry, Cryptid Central. Um, I have four cats amongst other family yeah, I have pets. four cats amongst other family pets. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I have four cats amongst other family pets. They are my best friends. Sad. Uh, oh, no. Wait, they are the best friends anyone Honestly, could ever ask my, my rats for are my or best have. Friends. I, <laughs> can we start again? I'm, I feel really bad for being mean. I have four cats 
amongst other family pets, and they're the best friends anyone could ever have, and losing them would make the event not even worth trying to survive. Okay, now I feel bad. You've just threatened suicide on our podcast. Yeah, that's so true. Like, it was um, only a matter of time. <laughs> <laughs> I have four cats amongst other family pets. They are the best friends anyone could ever have, and losing them would make the event not even worth trying to survive. Is there any way they'd be able to survive? <laughs> Would people have, will people have pets after the event? By the way, you guys are awesome. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is the best episode. This is the best one. <laughs> ah, we're back. Oh, that, that, that's good. That's real good. Um, I guess your cats are going to be fine. Yeah, you're, they're yeah. going to be fine. oh jesus christ oh good lord help me no look your pet is going to be stronger than it's ever been they're going to be so strong and powerful you're going to it's going to be like you know what we can just rehash the dog thing you're going to be their pet yeah they're going to and you're going to love it they're going to be so good to you they're going to have rocking abs unless you were shitty then are you a bad pet owner then you're going to have a bad time. That's true. You seem like a good pet owner based on your email, but I don't know you. I can't read into subtext. If you're like many, many rat owners, those rats will tear you apart. Yeah. People just say they're fucking beginner pets. But they're only beginner pets if you don't care if they live or die. Anyway. Yeah, they're a beginner pet. You uh, know how to do vet stuff to rats, right? I you do? Spent, then they're a beginner pet. Yeah, I've spent easily 15 <laughs> grand at this point on taking care of my rats. <laughs> I'm sure it's at least been 10 grand. <laughs> they are a lot of they, money. <laughs> yeah, and then they die after two years. Hey, yeah, that's... Um... It's a tragic life, but it is so fulfilling. <laughs> I was about to say that's a bad investment, but I don't think it is. Like, it's like... <laughs> it's a bad investment. You're going to get very little return, return on that. that. It's I wouldn't, I wouldn't gamble on that. These rats aren't making me any fucking money. <laughs> Do something. Rats are the GameStop of pets. Get a job. What will the place of psychedelics and other drugs hold in the apocalypse? More importantly, where will you be able to find them? This guy's looking to party. Yeah, man. <laughs> what's their what's this person's email address? I wanna <laughs> talk to you. Let's let's figure something out, man. I'm looking for a plug. <laughs> I'm not. Um <laughs> I don't have a good answer for this because I already have very, like, mysticalized thoughts <laughs> about psychedelics. I already have some uh, very intense beliefs about them. I, I, I can't really comment on it other than to say, I don't know, like, it's it's going to ha- give you spiritual revelations. It's an, inter- it's an interesting question because the barrier between mind and matter is going to be so thin. Ooh. I mean, what is a, hallucina- a, halluc- a hallucination? That's true. You know that that question is true. <laughs> that's that's a that's a true question. Because all I'm saying is that if you go outside and you see a bat person, does it ultimately matter whether or not that bat person is actually there? Because after the apocalypse, there will be bat people. You're not going to be able to tell when you see a bat person. I like how you're calling them a bat person instead <laughs> of a vampire or a Dracula. Well, because I'm not thinking of Dra- I'm thinking of a bat man. You're not talking about Draculas right now. I'm talking more like you, you know, like Man Bat from Batman. No, he's a he's a man bat. Okay. He's a big bat. Okay. He's a big he's a big bat. Okay. So like those. Uh huh. There's gonna be those, and In you're not gonna to the you can't tell if they're real. Okay. All yeah. right. 
So, what about it? <laughs> <laughs> Look, hey, 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 dude, hey, hey, guy, hey, friend. Life's a drug. <laughs> I I literally think we have said this on the podcast before, but like, you think you think coke's a high, getting chased by a T Rex. You fucking step on my joke like that. <laughs> You're gonna step on my fucking joke. I that's that was that was creepy, man. <laughs> like, a ghost just knocked over your phone, dude. It was like you can't do this joke twice. <laughs> <Don't>. <laughs> you can't just do literally the same joke you did on a different episode of the podcast. All right, so let's let's try a different one. Okay. Um, Hello, Will and Chris. I was wondering if it would be possible to seclude myself in a large castle to protect myself from the horrors of the outside world and possibly commit crimes against nature to pass the time. Would it be wise to bring a bumbling henchman as well? You've written a story for us that you want us to finish. Yeah. And I'm not inclined to. For those of you for whom this is your first <laughs> episode, we know the future. That's why we're doing this. <laughs> we are doing this podcast to help advise you on how to best survive life in the world to come. That's the thing. And if you ask us whether or not there will be mole people, that's a yes or no question. Yes. Once we've said either yes or no, the question has been answered. And that's bad radio. Yeah. And also, don't I can see the future and you can't because of all those drugs I did. Yeah. See, if you want to see the future, you got to do a lot more drugs. You got to do more, just any ones that you can find. Honestly, I want you yeah. to go, just go into your mom's bathroom and just whatever looks the tastiest. Yeah. If it's like, you know, if it's, if it's her like Lexapro or like, mm -hmm. if there's like soap that's like blue and it looks like maybe it would taste like, like blue flavor, <laughs> just dump that right down your gullet. And if you're real lucky, you'll see the future. And if you're even more lucky, you'll die. <laughs> and so you, you never have to see the future you don't have to bear that burden yeah because really it, we have witnessed a hellish world through the use of our incredibly open minds and decalcified pineal glands and as a result of this talent that we have and extrasensory perception uh, we've been able to reach through the fabric of space and time to bring back to you wisdom and knowledge from a post-apocalyptic nightmare world that you couldn't even imagine. On Do your you own. have any idea what it feels like to see a man with a bear's head fuck a rock <laughs> every time you close your eyes? <laughs> this is the world in which I inhabit. I'm there every day. You get to pop in, send us some emails. Ooh, wouldn't this be funny? No. <laughs> it's never been funny. We live in a surrealist hellscape. If I, if I so much as go close to a source of electricity, the vision before me twists and warps into a, a vision of Skulls singing avenged sevenfold songs <laughs> covered in fire and centipedes flying around and eating my parents alive. Salvador Dali was a little bitch. <laughs> you think that guy had a fucking twisted... You think you look at like that, that clock thing? Did he do that? Yeah. The clock thing? Yeah. And you're like, that's crazy. It's not crazy. No. 
Oh. You know, see a bear fuck a rock. <laughs> you ever listen to Avenge Sevenfold? <laughs> Life in the world to come That's is going to be crazy. A living Avenge Sevenfold <laughs> music video. It's gonna be like Bat Country meets a little piece of heaven. It's not it's not good, it's not funny. I'm talking about penguin armies and bumbling henchmen. Like this is some kind of joke. Like it's a fucking game to you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you don't know. You don't what do you think? What have you just wandered into? He just walked into our house and started rearranging the furniture. <laughs> Fuck you. This is an interesting question. What what's an example of someone who's completely not fit for the apocalypse? Okay. So, yeah. Have you ever um been hungry to the point where no, that was it. God damn it. What are you doing? I don't know. Uh, I, I didn't agree to play an improv game with you. I'm fine. trying to think of a right, of, fine. of a real thing. Fine, fine, fine. My back mice are acting up. <laughs> <laughs> Who's unfit? Do you have back mice? Maybe do something about that <laughs> before the bombs drop. Because those back mice, they're not going to stay in your back. No. They're going to come right out of there. <laughs> do you have mice in your back? They're going to be seven feet tall with abs. They're going to make you wear a leash, <laughs> walk around like a pet. <laughs> if you have any kind of like weird esoteric 1700s disease that has the name of an animal in it, do, do something about it. Yeah. Because that animal is going to be in your body. My my only skills are in childcare. Will there be a market for uh, watching people's mutant children? Absolutely, <laughs> man. You, there's, whew, yeah. But you're going to have to learn some other skills. Because children in the world to come are not going to be like children in the world that came. It's going to be it's going to be like a physically difficult task yeah. to watch children because like the relationship between space and matter is going to be very different. Yeah. So like you can you might be able to watch a child in front of you, but that child might be doing something else, some sort of like kind of para parallel world iteration of that child yeah. that is simultaneously the child you are watching two universes intertwined into one to a point where they're indistinguishable it's going to be tough because it'll be literally impossible unless you find the alternate ver universe version of yourself yeah corresponding to that child and get them in on the deal and it's an alternate universe version so they might be a dog or something yeah, so much, much like... So you gotta learn how to speak dog. And that's not even to mention the fact that a lot of these kids are are gonna be violent and, you know, large. Yeah, and... it's like, it's it's like you know how, like, babies these days, you can just, like, put an iPad in front of them and they just know how to use an iPad? Yeah. Babies in the future are gonna be like that with AK-47s. Yeah, yeah, and swords. They're gonna grow on trees. And AK-47s are going <laughs> to grow, grow on, on trees. trees. Yeah. And they're gonna shoot swords, and your kid is gonna be... Better than anyone currently alive on Earth is at using them. Yeah, and the kids are going to grow on trees, too. There's going to yeah. be a lot of kids to watch. Baby trees are going to be a big problem. Yeah. So if you right now work in childcare, yeah, there's going to be a lot of work out there for you because there's going to be babies falling from trees all day. Yeah. You have to you have to watch all of the babies on the baby trees at all times. Or they're going to shoot you with sword guns. Yeah, you need to have a circle of white-robed monks encircling the baby tree. And if and if any single one of those monks leaves fails to observe a single baby, the dark one will return to the world. Oh my god. I keep I keep somehow I keep forgetting about the dark one. 
I'm not always the best at addressing problems in my personal life when they arise. A lot of times I end up just letting things pile up because I don't want to talk about it. I just want to sweep it under the rug and not worry about it. And then I bottle it up until I explode. And so like recently, the dark one and I were having an issue. Right. And like I just blew up at him. And I feel really bad about it because like, like I didn't mean to, like I, I didn't want that. And I didn't want to be like that because I've dealt with people who are like that. It's very frustrating. And I was yeah. just like, Dark One, I I want you to know that your friendship means a lot to me. And it's already, it's already so like hard to talk to the Dark One because they live 10 dimensions away. Yeah. And you have to like open the portal to talk to them yeah. like every time. It's like a whole thing. And so, yeah, like if, if, the, if the last thing you say to the Dark One is like, if you leave on like bad terms, like, you know. They have to they have to complete the ritual on their side of the portal in yeah. order for the portal to open. So if like if they just don't want to talk to you, it's like it's it can be hard to make amends, you know? It's like I, I not only do I not want to let end things on a sour note and have him not feel comfortable completing the ritual uh in the negative eleventh dimension. Um yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, but also just because like it's hard to make him feel valued, you know? Yeah. It, and it's important like because I worry about him. It's, it's like it's so fucked up to be like, you know, you you you're you're raised and everyone's telling you what your life is supposed to be, like you have all the like you're just like this kid and you've got all this resp- all this like expectations on you yeah. and like it can fuck you up. Yeah, and I'm not gonna pretend he's like. I mean, it feels mean to say, but I'm not gonna pretend he's like you know like a great guy. Like he's like uh, he means well, but of like of course, but he's he's just like he's got a temper on him. And he's always talking about how he's going to bring ruin to the earth. And I'm like, I, I disagree, but, like, it's this weird, like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to fight with him about it. I haven't spoken to him in, like, months. Yeah. I feel really bad. I hope he's doing okay with COVID. I'm sure he is. <laughs> he's not the type to, like, go out without a mask. Or, like, yeah, no, yeah, no, he's not an asshole. I mean, yeah. he's, like, he's got issues, but he's not, like, a, I know I just say he's a bad guy. He's not, like, a bad guy. Guy. I know what you he's mean, just, man. You he's, know. he's 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 just he's troubled. And you know, ever, ever since he broke up with Jessica, like we still talk a lot, so I get a lot of her side of the story, and I don't like. But and like, yeah, you don't want to get he, in the middle of that. He comes comes off looking pretty bad, but like I also, you know, I like, and I don't want to tell her that she's wrong about that stuff. Of course. But like also like, and she knows, like she she knows what he's been through, and like I don't think like she hates him or anything, but like there's clearly a lot. Like I feel like he did some fucked up stuff. Like I don't know. I think he probably did. <sighs> It's I think hard. he needs he needs more support than he's getting really, and I know it's like, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, he needs to take responsibility for himself. Yeah. But like, also like, he's not going to unless he gets the help he needs. And like, I I've tried to like talk him into like seeing somebody about it. Yeah, and, and like, he keeps he's... telling me that like the only therapists that he can find are just screaming banshees, and he can't like. It's I had too the much. same problem when I was in college. Yeah. Yeah, and like I get it. So you know, it's hard. It's hard to get to a point where you're like ready to be like, okay, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna get some, get go to therapy yeah. and like. And if you think, if you shit, think like but... the healthcare system is bad in this country in the negative eleventh dimension, you have to literally cut off one of your fingers if you want to talk to somebody. Yeah. Let alone a therapist. I mean, they're they're gonna put like this system in place where like like you know like the uh, like the top one percent of earners would like. They would like they would they would like cut off more of their fingers so that like right. people at the bottom would have people to... who earn more fingers. Yeah, but like but you know big fingers got in the middle of it and like it was just you know corporate bullshit and now it's and yeah now my fucking friend doesn't have health care and it's fucked up. It's bullshit, you know? man. It's bullshit. Um, <sighs> we should probably call him. We should talk to him, man. 
Yeah. What time do you think it is in the negative 11th dimension right now? I don't think it's time there. Honestly, I think we got enough material. I think we should probably just... I don't want to bother him. Yeah, but like... Like, he gets like a little bit... I don't want him... I don't want him like saying stuff on the podcast that's going to get us in trouble. Like, he gets really heavy on the bringing ruin to the earth stuff. And I'm like, I live on earth. And he's like, no, you're one of the good ones. And I'm like, that's fucked up. Yeah, that is fucked up. Like, I, you can't say that. I think I don't know, man. I think I got. I think I gotta call him. I think I gotta call him. I I mean, like you know, just I'm, you know, I think, yeah. I think I'm gonna call him. Okay. All right. Just give him. You gonna you gonna ring him up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I get it, man. I get it. I get it. But I, 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 I just feel like maybe, like, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm kind of worried. All right, man. Well, a... <laughs> Listen, Dark One. I, I. Yes, I did talk to Jessica, but I'm not like trying to like pick favorites or anything. I just. I can't, like, just only talk to you or only talk to her. You're both my friends. You have to think... Just think about where I'm coming from, man. What? Don't bring Jundar into it. No, he didn't. He did not. Dude, I was there. He didn't... That wasn't him. No. All right, and I, I and I get it. That sucks, but like, fucking, no, I I hear you, but I I I'm sorry. It's just I don't know how to talk. Sometimes I just listen, man. I I I Jundar, I talk to Jundar, and I talk to Jessica. And they both kind of say the same thing. And I'm not, like, like attacking you or anything. Everybody makes mistakes, man. I'm just saying, like, you know, like, like... Is, is it that hard to admit you fucked that dark one? Dude, is it that hard? It's just... You made a mistake, and that's human. Just... You're not gonna make... You're not gonna be able to make it better. If you don't acknowledge you made a mistake and apologize. No, you owe Jessica an apology, dude. You owe her an apology, and that's not that hard to do. Yeah, no, I think she I think that she would. I think that she would accept it. I I hear you and I get it, and I I I, I Believe me, I know Jessica too. I I know she can, but like, you, you know, like I feel like it would just, I feel like it would probably go a lot better than you might be worried it it it, it it's going to. Um, I mean, I I I think if you just say. Jessica, I made a mistake. I was wrong, and I have no excuse. And that was shitty of me. I'm sorry. I think that 
You two might even be able to be friends again. Okay. Okay? Okay. How you holding up, man? Yeah, no, it's... Dave. Yeah, yeah, it's been... Guys, I COVID. Yeah. Is bad. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, for sure. Bad. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm, all right. Well, I won't keep you. Um, but uh, it is. It's. It's good to talk to you, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, let's. Let's yeah. actually like catch up for real. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. All right. All right. Thank um, you, no father. Okay. Oh. Okay, dark one. Yeah. Um. Kid. Yep. I'll. I'll kill your father too. Um. All right, man. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Yep. Okay. Kill your father. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, I, I hear you. Kill, kill, kill I, your father. Yeah, no, I, I, I hear you. I, 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 I hear you. I can't. I, William. I'm, I'm, Look me in my eyes. Dude, I'm gonna go. I will kill you. At, after all this conversation, are you seriously doing this right now? The progenitor of your loins. Oh my God. I will destroy the man who birthed you. This is why Jessica fucking dumped you. By the book, I said I'm Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, thanks for listening to Life in the World to Come. We're back. It's yeah. back. We're doing it. All right. It was uh, great that yeah. when I made that I have to go noise, you were able to figure out that that's what I meant. That was really good. Make a home. Make a home.